1: it's time for school rock school with your hosts dr joe burns I was only about, just
0: always say taylor with mm-hmm. duran duran there's like four of them in the band <laughs> you're gonna hit taylor correctly um
1: and chad p da, 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 s- 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 class is in
0: This is Rock School on the Rock School Radio Network as we move along during the summer. uh, Showers in the forecast. And uh, other than that, heat, heat, heat,
1: heat, heat. And humidity.
0: Yeah. My name is Joe Burns. Who are you? Chad. Yes. Did you see that it is the 60th anniversary of the Queen over in the UK? She's been there a while. Am I the only one that giggles when they say she's been 60 years on the throne? Or am I just 10 years old when that happens? Both. A little bit of both. Now, we recorded the show on a Tuesday, and last night was the Queen's Jubilee Concert. Did you see the videotape of it? I did not. She was hanging over the rail, giving the devil sign, banging her head. You no, you, you she, wouldn't she was not. Expect that out of an 89 year old woman, was but it was not. It was, it was screaming at you, Paul McCartney, rock. God bless me. You wouldn't expect that out of a seven. She wasn't. She, in fact, she didn't even know who these people were. <laughs> uh, let me tell you what we're talking about today. This young man to my immediate left, you can hear him rhythmically banging on the table because he has yelled at me so many times, Why don't you ever do percussion shows? That's exactly what he sounds like. It goes into sort of a wine voice. Why don't you ever do percussion shows? Yes, well,
1: when, when I want to get my way, that's right. what I transfer. Well, how many guitar <laughs> shows have we done? Eleven D zero. This then. is what I know. Well So what this I have is what here, what I know.
0: This is I have here a percussion show for you. Thank you. And I've set it up almost as a Test Mm -hmm. for you.
1: Pass your test now. Before we even start, some people that listen to the show say, "Well, you're a drummer." There is a difference between drums and percussion. We're not talking about an actual drum kit where you hit a snare drum and toms and stuff like that. More along the lines of bongos and chimes. And those are percussion. I assume? percussion instruments, a cowbell, and things of that nature.
0: Oh, let's start with these things. I'm just going to ask you, what's the difference between a ride and a crash?
1: Symbol on a standard drum kit your crash cymbals will be relatively smaller than your rides and your crashes are there to insinuate climaxes of certain songs of portions of the songs the ride is to be played opposite of the hi hat gosh Did who you know? invented <laughs> uh, about this one who invented the terms um it's it's one of the companies it's either the two best cymbals are sabians and zildjian according and to my research guys. it's zildjian Zildjian makes the absolute best symbol there.
0: Excellent. Let's play one. Okay. What about cowbell? Oh, man. What can you tell me about the cowbell? Well,
1: is it the clapper or the non-clapper cowbell? What's a clapper? A clapper is the small thing that sits in the middle of the bell that you'll hear when it's actually around a cow's neck. They go ding, 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 yeah. ding, 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 But a clapperless cowbell is one that you would take and shake, and it doesn't make any noise. That's because you hit it with the stick. You really yeah, do know what you're drum, talking about with the about. drumstick. Well, I do this. Oh, okay. I do this. All
0: right. Well, we'll see how it goes on. Now, I got a whole bunch of songs that have obviously cowbells in them. Mm-hmm. Love Shack, B52s, Comeback Baby, Jefferson Airplane. I could sit here and list and list Ooh. and list and cowbell would go
1: on and on. It's a little hot in here. Why is that? I have a bit of a fever. For the cowbell? The only prescription.
0: You know where you don't want to be when you're on a fever? Tell me. On the bayou, CCR. That's where they were born. Actually, they were born in California, <laughs> but the this song sounds is good. pretty good.
1: Rock school. Standard drum kit, your crash cymbals will be relatively smaller than your rides, and your crashes are there to insinuate climaxes of certain songs, of portions of the songs. The ride is to be played opposite of the hi-hat. Gosh, who invented... How about this one? Who invented the terms? Um, It's it's one of the companies. It's either... The two best symbols are Sabian's and Zildjian's. According to to my research, it's Zildjian. Zildjian makes the absolute best symbol there.
0: Excellent. Let's play one. Okay. What about... Cowbell. Oh man. What can you tell me about the cowbell? Well,
1: is it the clapper or the non-clapper cowbell? What's a clapper? A clapper is the small thing that sits in the middle of the bell that you'll hear when it's actually around a cow's neck that go ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. But a clapperless cowbell is one that you would take and shake and it doesn't make any noise. That's because you hit it with the stick.
0: You really yeah, do know what you're drum, talking with about. With the drumstick.
1: Well, I do this. Oh, okay. I do this. All
0: right. Well, we'll see how it goes on. Now, I got a whole bunch of songs that have, obviously, cowbells in them. Mm-hmm. Love Shack, B-52s, Comeback Baby, Jefferson Airplane. I could sit here and list and list Ooh. and list, and cowbell would go on and on. It's a little hot in here. Why is that? I have a bit of a fever. Good. For the cowbell? The only prescription. You know where you don't want to be when you're on a fever? Tell me. On the bayou, CCR. That's where they were born. Actually, they were born in California, but (laughs) this song sounds pretty good. Rock School. (laughs) Representing the cowbell here on Rock School. Born in the bayou, that's CCR. We're doing a percussion show for Chad P. I'm giving him sort of a... With Jeopardy uh, little questions here, see if he knows as much about percussion as. When we do guitar
1: shows, I don't quiz you. Well, you can't. Why?
0: (laughs) You don't know enough. And I don't know enough about this. The only reason I'm (laughs) even able to do this is because I did the research for it. All right. I don't even know how to pronounce this. What's that? see if I'm doing it right. C-R-O-T-A-L-E-S. Crotales? Crotales? Oh, I know what they are. I don't
1: know how to pronounce them, but I I know what they are.
0: Crotales, I assume. Yeah, yeah. What are they?
1: Those are kind of like symbols. They look more like little disks than they do symbols. And you'll find them on a lot of mallet type instruments, like a xylophone. In an mm-hmm. orchestra, you, the xylophone player will have the xylophone in front of him, yeah. and then kind of raised above that will be this little row of little cymbal discs.
0: And they're tuned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can hear them. They're made out of brass. Knows
1: what those are. That's
0: amazing. You know that off the top of your head. No. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> I, I am actually impressed. All right. I'll give you one more. We'll nah. play off of this one. Okay. Octoban.
1: Okay. What's well, an octoban? <clears throat> an octoban. Are you familiar with a tom drum? Tom, yeah, Tom. I mean,
0: I know a little bit about percussion. You know, in, the in, last in drummer his... I had that couldn't count to four without <laughs> help in his fingers, he yeah. had a lot of toms.
1: In a standard drum set, you have a snare drum. You have a bass drum, boom, boom, boom. And yeah. then the toms are the one doom, 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 do, doom, 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 doom. Do, do, do. Okay. Those are the toms. An octoban is a type of tom. It's a long tube like tom. And the reason it's called an octoban is because they generally come in a set of eight. I've seen hence that. makes the sense. octo. Right. Now, they also sometimes will um, tune them, I guess, yeah. to, to get the, like a certain melody out of them. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Mm hmm. So when you put these things on the
0: on the kit, I mean, do you use them all the time, or is it just sort of an accent hit?
1: I think you could do a little bit of both. I mean, there's some notable drummers. Alex Van Halen is actually one notable drummer that uses octobans. See, I've read
0: about him. He puts a lot of stuff on top of his kit because uh-huh. of performance. Mm-hmm. He wants
1: his sticks up
0: in the air sure. a lot. He wants people to see what he's Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. When I looked up Octoband, mm-hmm. um it listed a whole bunch of people that use them, mm-hmm. and I found this guy, Stuart Copeland. Oh, the who guy I from the police. In, right. Now, yeah. what do you call it? He when when drummers hold the sticks like like mallets uh-huh. two fists uh-huh. he doesn't hold a stick that way he holds the stick i don't know what do, what do you call it it's more of a, a classical way of holding the stick. It's
1: like a jazz, uh, right? A jazz. Is there grip.
0: a word for that? The way I'm, he holds the stick that I'm hits not, the snare. I'm
1: not sure, but like I will actually incorporate that style sometimes when I'm just playing kind of like a little blues beat. Do you get a harder hit or a softer hit? No, or I think it like just uh, has to do with like uh, just the technique and and uh, comfort yeah, you know, I, I like it because it again, if I'm rocking out, then yeah, I'm holding them like I'm gonna like I'm beating down on the drums. But if I'm just kind of having a nice little smooth jam session or whatever, I'll take it and kind of hit it from the side. Just you know, we're we're going real smooth and we're having a good time and we're comfortable and we're relaxed. yeah,
0: Stuart Copeland had Tama create for him a set of blue sparkle octobands. So Sweet. I mean, those look good. I'm sure they do. So if you want his specific octobands, you can go out and buy them. Just like guitars are made for specific guitarists, mm-hmm. these things are made for him. And on the site that talked about that, they stated this is the song that features them. This is Spirits in the Material World. Police, Rock School. This is Rock School as we talk about... All right, let me throw one at you that's just out of the clear blue sky. You know what a cojone is? What? A cajon. C A H O M. Pardon me. C-A-J-O-N.
1: Singular version of cajones? No, no, no. It's a cajon. It's from no, Peru.
0: I, I thought you I know might that know one that is. one off the top of your head. Mm-mm. It's a box, a wooden box with a hole in the side. Uh-huh. You sit on it and then beat on the side of it. Oh. And that's, uh, you know. Nah. You know what a five-gallon bucket is? Well, yeah. It's what they use down in New Orleans <laughs> yeah. where the kids with Absolutely. the little taps on the bottom of their shoes sit uh-huh. there and, and play along. Okay. Sweet. We were talking about, octobands, and you mentioned toms. Mm -hmm. All right. Tell me about toms. Well,
1: toms are again, toms are your drums. You have your bass drum on the floor. You have your snare drum, which is your primary, and then your toms are used as fillers. You have a floor tom, which is going to be the big tom that sits on the floor by itself to your right to your right and then you have your standard toms which are kind of there in the middle so that whenever you do a roll you roll from left to right starting with the snare and then your floor tom is going to be a lot bassier it's almost going to be tuned to the um to the to the same pitch as your bass drum um there are uh floor toms; you have single or double headed toms um, what does that mean,
0: single or double-headed? Uh, well, the, I guess
1: it has a skin on the top, the, and the skin on the bottom. Exactly. The skin yeah. is what you actually hit. And a lot of times just come with the the head at the top and then the shell. In fact, here's a, a neat little piece of did you know. When you buy a drum set, you, know, you just get the shells and the skins. And when you hit it, it goes, doing. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want it to sound like that. You want to try to... To, you you want to play around with it, like right. guitarists or mini engineers. Right. You know what? One of the tactics that you can do to get your tom to go from thong to boom. Yeah, you can duct tape toilet paper to the uh, bottom of the, uh, of the of the of <laughs> the skin, not okay. the piece that you actually hit, but you get up inside the shell and take some toilet paper and put some duct tape right there, and it'll eliminate that ring
0: almost muting it the same way we do with the back of our right hand. Mm -hmm. Just mute the string. As soon as it hits, you stop the ring immediately.
1: Now, we were talking about octobands, and one of the things that I thought of immediately, but I had to correct myself, were rototoms. Rototoms are basically toms that don't have a shell. When I talk about the shell, imagine... The wooden
0: round part. Yeah,
1: you were talking about a bucket, so it's like an upside-down bucket. Well, imagine that bucket. You take that bucket and then take a saw and saw off the bottom of that bucket to where the bucket is now hollow, mm-hmm. throw that hollow piece away, and just keep the bottom. That's basically a rototom. They come in different diameters, usually from small to large, and you can hear them. Neil Pert is notorious mm-hmm. for his rototom rolls, like YYZ. Mm-hmm. You know, those are rototoms that he's hitting. If you actually want to hear a good uh, example of those, um, it's the guy from Duran Duran. Roger Taylor. Mm-hmm. Roger Taylor. From it's only about,
0: just always say Taylor with Duran mm-hmm. Duran. There's like four of them in the band. <laughs> You're going to hit Taylor correctly. Um,
1: Girls on Film. Okay. Listen to Girls on Film. you have it?
0: Uh, course, we're at a radio station. Of course you have we it. We should have it. All right. Let's find let's it. Let's do that one. Yeah. All right. Roger Taylor. Duran uh, Duran. Girls on Film is from... The first their, album. Right. From Duran Duran. Mm-hmm. See if we can find it. Son of a gun. There it is. All right. <laughs> Girls on Film. Rock School. All right, first break here on Rock School. Except for the cajon, you're uh, you're at 100% here. And I didn't expect you to get the cajon. Well, I found I, that on some weird website. You know,
1: we're talking about a lot of different pieces of the drum kit. I think I may have said at the very beginning of the show, we're not talking about, you know, there's drums and there's percussion. It, it all right. goes in the same. But, like, people think that drums and percussion are the exact same thing. When I hear percussion, I automatically almost dismiss drums. I think of bongos and shakers and cowbell and, and cymbals and stuff right. like that. So well, I haven't
0: gotten into it yet, but I'm going to ask you later on in the show, what is the difference between a bongo and a conga? Okay. So we're, or congo. I think conga is the dance and congo is the actual thing you play. Maybe I'm wrong. Congo may be a place in Africa.
1: I don't know. I have to look at my notes here. There's probably a computer around here somewhere. Sure, I think so, right? (laughs) It's a
0: a magical thinking box. Right. The only part of the kit. I don't think I've hit so far is the hi hats. Okay. Okay. I was listening. I was listening to one of my Steve Vai albums, and I just remember him saying because he broke a string, uh-huh. and he handed the guitar off to his tech, and the tech was changing the string, and he starts to say, "Okay, let's all you know just play something," and he starts to tell people what to do, mm-hmm. and he says to the drummer, "I want you to choke your hi hat." Oh, okay. Yeah. What yeah, does yeah. that mean? Okay. To choke your
1: hi hat. Have you ever heard a drummer playing? And then all of a sudden you'll hear his hi-hat go. So he's slapping the two
0: mm-hmm. cymbals you together.
1: Hit, you hit, yeah, you hit the, the, the hi-hat when it's open, so it makes a, And then you hurry up and, and shut it.
0: That's called choking it. Mm-hmm. When you play, do you have the hi-hat open?
1: It depends on what the song is. I tell you, the the hi-hat to me is one of the greatest dynamic creators. Mm -hmm. Because you can be in a song, you can be in the first verse of a song and you'll have your hi-hat closed. When you're building up to that chorus and you really want to energize your crowd, open up that hi-hat a little bit to where it sounds like this. And then all of a sudden you're in the actual chorus, which right. you, you just you want that part to be the climax. Open of the, the hi hat the whole way. Open up the hi hat and just go ahead and let that sound fly. And then maybe to add just a couple of little tricks of creativity, choke it a couple of times. <laughs> da
0: da da. So, so, so. So it's all just dynamic. You're trying to equate Mm -hmm. to the audience sort of a feeling with the the drums and all that. Yeah, you're conveying an
1: emotion. Like, here we are starting out just nice and simple. And then, oh, Oh, we're opening up, we're opening up. And the next thing you know, we're we're wide open, 90 miles an hour. Oh, no,
0: I'm starting to think of drums as an instrument. (laughs) Hello, Radio Universidad, Salamanca, Spain. Thanks for running the radio
1: show. Hello, KSCL in Shreveport, Louisiana, the home of all the world's drummers <laughs> that's right that's where if, we hang out
0: that's right you have, once a year you all get together and decide what to do that's right how to open and close the hi-hat back in a minute rock school A hey, quick question about cymbals since we were talking about hi-hat. Yeah. Are there people, drummers, that you dislike because they use too much cymbal, too many crashes? Because um, there were websites dedicated to drummers that use too much cymbal. Motley Crue's uh, Tommy Lee, by the way, was at the top of the list. Stop hitting your cymbals.
1: <laughs> I don't necessarily have a problem with drummers that use a lot of cymbals. Shannon Larkin from Godsmack. Splash, 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 splash. Oh, a lot of splashing, yeah. yeah I, I but, guess it's um,
0: dynamics, like you said. Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about this. What happens at the end of Dream On? What happens at the end of Bohemian Rhapsody?
1: Oh, well, they hit a giant
0: gong. Gong. Mm -hmm. There you go. All right, gong. Tell me about a gong. A
1: gong is nothing more than a giant symbol that you hit with a mallet. Yeah, but what kind of...
0: Now, we talked about this off air, and Mm -hmm. you used the term I'm looking for. What is the thing... I'm looking for in terms of a gong. The most
1: popular gong is what they call a bossed gong.
0: And what is a bossed gong? Well,
1: I'll tell you. The other name for it is actually a nipple gong. You're look, <laughs> It is. Yeah. You're looking for an extended portion in the middle that resembles a nipple. Right. And that's the most popular type of gong. There's also what they call suspended gongs, which are actually suspended from like a string. Right. Which you'll see a lot of bossed gongs are like that. Yeah. And then they have what's known as a bowl gong. Yeah, that's a, sits on a cushion, kind of resembles a bowl, but it's more a member of the bell family than, than a gong family. Now, the most popular it, type of gong is suspended with right. a nipple in the middle.
0: Now, does it have the thing that it hangs on? Does it have to have a gas supply to it so fire shoots out of it like <laughs> Alex Van Halen? No, not necessarily. Oh, but,
1: okay. you know, and, and a lot of it. What's funny is that the gong is uh, in our pop culture. Gong is actually symbolic of someone who really sucks. Oh, you know, really? You, 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 well, you remember the gong show. You know, if they oh, were really, really bad, then you'd hit the gong and, whoops, see you later. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. If you bang a gong, do you have to get it on? Oh, God.
0: Yeah, uh, thank you. Very good. Here's T-Rex. Rock goal. Right, Bottom of the hour here on Rock School. Way late. About five minutes late here on Rock School. Once again, my name is Joe Burns. Chad, We Pete. will get back to percussion here in a second. Actually, let's do a quick percussion. Okay. Chad, what's the difference between a xylophone and a glockenspiel?
1: Oh, I I think the main difference is just the material they're made out of. Uh, xylophones which is are which. typically wood and Glockenspiels are steel. Yeah. Uh, and the, the, the 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 mnemonic device is a uh, spiel is steel. Spiel good for you. That's Fantastic. How you, that's how I remember it. Also yeah.
0: you see people kind of holding a Glockenspiel, a xylophone kind of sits on the ground. I don't think you can hold it unless you're a superhero. Let's do seven days and 70 seconds. These dates, June 4th all the way through June 10th. Something had happened on these dates way back when. You
1: have Monday. Chad, go. June 4th, 1997. The body of Jeff Buckley was found floating in a harbor leading to the Mississippi River. Now, Buckley had disappeared the previous Thursday while swimming in the Memphis Harbor. And June 5th, 1964. David Jones and the King
0: Bees release a song called "Liza Jane. David Jones will later be known as... As David Bowie. June
1: 6, 2003, a high court in London ruled that rap lyrics can be ruled a foreign language after members of the jury admitted they didn't understand some of the text, including shizzle my nizzle for oh, shizzle uh june 7th 1963 the rolling
0: stones first single is released it's called come on you ever heard it come on come on have you ever heard that first single no i don't think i have i don't think i have either <laughs> now i gotta go look
1: it up june 8th 1967 Sgt. pepper goes to number one in the uk charts it cost 42 grand to produce and took 700 hours of studio time And it was also the first album to have the lyrics printed on the sleeve. June 9th,
0: 1958, Jerry Lee Lewis takes out a full-page ad in Billboard magazine to explain his second divorce and then marriage to his then 14-year-old cousin, Myra. Uh, June 10th, 1990, two members of 2 Live Crew are arrested in Hollywood, Florida on obscenity charges, and that wraps up 7
1: Days and 70 Seconds. You know they still play. They do? They're going to be performing somewhere close in the next couple of weeks. I heard a radio announcement a couple I think they're gonna be playing at one of the casinos in Mississippi. They gotta be way up there in age. Who in the world wants to see the two live crew number one? Who in the world wants to see the two live crew in their fifties? Well you know number what's it's gotta true.
0: you know what's gonna happen soon enough. There are now uh, there are now what they call urban stations. That's uh-huh. sort of the overriding radio term yeah. for you know rap and hip hop music. Sure, there's there are hip hop radio stations, urban radio stations. There are now urban AC stations, which mm. are older stations. Uh-huh. It's only a matter of time before somebody creates an urban oldies. Station. And they'll be on it. It's going to get that old. They'll be on it. And you're going to have people spinning oldies, mm-hmm. stuff from the 70s, stuff mm-hmm. from the very, very late 60s that they'll consider the roots of rap. Sure. It's only a matter of time. Okay, let's get back into percussion. Okay. Chad, what's a marimba? What? What's a oh did I get you on one yeah I think what's you a, did what's a oh this
1: is good because I know what this thing is how do you know what's what a, a marimba is so I'll you answer you,
0: me that I'll tell you exactly how I know what it is in fact I used it this I used this one on purpose because I thought you would know what this one is a marimba looks like a xylophone and the reason I know what it is is because it is a an instrument specifically from Guatemala.
1: Oh, see you—you you, now you had
0: an advantage. I, I did. See, my kids are from Guatemala, uh-huh. and I had to travel to pick up both of my children. Right, and I have then taken them back to Guatemala. I can two or see three you times. too
1: on the streets of Guatemala, watching someone play a marimba, and you go, "Excuse me, excuse me, what is that? <laughs> what is that right there?" As, as dumb as it sounds,
0: I've actually inspected the instrument while they were on break. Sweet. It, it looks like a xylophone, uh-huh. except underneath it, it has a series of resonators underneath each one of them. Oh, cool. What does it sound like? That thing at the beginning of Under My Thumb by the Stones? Mm-hmm. Marimba. White Stripes, the nurse? Marimba. Inside of Elton John's Island Girl? Mm-hmm. Marimba
1: marimba. That's
0: what it sounds like. You get off the plane in Guatemala, there's a marimba. You go to any bar, there's a marimba. It's like the national instrument of the country. Sweet. You you can't go anywhere without hearing one. Well, all right. You here got is me. yeah. Well, here is Island Girl, Elton John, Rock School. I see you.
1: A little late yeah, in the hour. You did that on purpose. No, I didn't. Without a would Guatemalan know instrument, how am I supposed no. to know what a Guatemalan xylophone <laughs> is, uh, is? Your godchildren are Guatemalan. Well, that doesn't mean that I automatically know all the <laughs> cultural instruments Ines and outs uh-huh. of the
0: place. All right. Give me something I know. How about this one? What? We have we, time to play one song real quick before the next break. What is a? And I knew the song immediately. I was going to play once I saw this one. What's okay. a vibra slap?
1: Oh, I do know what a vibra-slap is.
0: What's a vibra-slap? What's playing, it look like? Are playing
1: Crazy Train? Good for you. Ooh. We got to. Okay. What's a
0: vibra-slap?
1: At the very beginning of Crazy Train, there is something that kind of sounds like Da-da. a rattlesnake. A rattlesnake uh, rattle, I guess. Well, it's not a rattle. It comes from a vibra-slap. A vibra-slap has uh, two parts that are connected by a piece of stiff wire. Uh-huh. On one end of the stiff wire is a ball, and right. on the other piece of the stiff wire is, it looks like a cowbell, but it's got some metal teeth in it. And you pull the ball part back on that right. stiff wire, and you release it, and it strikes the cowbell-like portion, and then the metal teeth inside rattle, giving you that... And that's Sound. right at the beginning of Crazy Train. That's how you do so, it. And
0: I will be honest with you, I don't do you know any other song, popular song that uses a vibra slap?
1: I'm sure they're out there. They, I don't know one. Yeah, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I know I've probably heard one. guarantee
0: or two. it. But when I heard when I saw a vibra slap, I immediately went, Crazy Train. Crazy Train. You got it. Mm-hmm. Here's Ozzy. Rock school. Ah! the second break here on rock school and we're late in the hours so we got to go fairly quickly here chad do you know what a kabasa is they hand them out to like little kids. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, as a yeah, yeah. Little percussion. <clears> they <throat> yeah, actually instrument.
1: call it like a shaker. But uh, have you ever seen a ball chain, a ball necklace that people will wear? Yeah, like the skateboarder guys. Okay, yeah. imagine a bunch of those wrapped around a little, um, a little handle with a with a sphere, and the sphere has like a little piece of tin with ridges on it. Yeah. And then what happens is you hold it in one hand, and then you take the other hand and kind of rub your palm back and forth. The way it goes. That's a cabassa.
0: That's yeah, they is. sell those when you get little packets, and you know, here are drum things for your kids. Right. Uh, there's almost always thanks, a cabasa <laughs> in there. Yeah, don't buy the toys that make the noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I suggested this earlier: bongos versus congas. And they
1: are congas. Congas. Don't say congo. We looked congo it up. Congo is a water slide at Blue Bayou, or or a place <laughs> a in place Africa. Place in Africa, right? right. Uh, What's basic- the difference between a bongo and a conga? Size. The basic difference physical is physical size. Bongos are small.
0: Congas are big. Right. And I've been told there's also a, or I've been read, there's a, a playing difference. Bongos are to be hit. Mm-hmm. You can also take a conga in the same way you lick your finger and go around the top of a glass mm-hmm. and it rings. Mm-hmm. You can do that with a conga as well. You can get the skin of it to, I mean, if you're really good at it, you can get it to ring. Mm-hmm. So have you ever, the Have you
1: ever, like, literally played uh, a song with some bongo here just grab some oh, bongos I mean, not like toy. not like playing not around a like, real no i'm talking about like hey here's a song and i am going to try to make a beat with the bongos no your hands will
0: hurt oh i'm sure like anything else it's I mean, bad ask anybody who's tried to learn to play the guitar the tips of your fingers hurt like crazy mm-hmm. like any instrument mm-hmm. i'm sure with the drum kit until you callus up the palms of your hands, blisters. the sticks yeah. will do damage to Absolutely, you. Absolutely, yeah. sure. You've got to you've got to get your hands, or any part of your body. I'm sure any instrument. You know, think of a a person playing trumpet for the first time. Mm-hmm. You got to know that they split their lip numerous times before their body, you know, acclimates to the instrument.
1: It's tough to do, but you know. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's (laughs)
0: got to do it. Hello there, uh, the campus of LSU. KLSU is the radio station. Who else? WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. Thanks so much for being
1: part of the Rock School Radio Network.
0: Get us on Facebook. Search Rock School Radio Show, and there will be our beautiful smiling faces. Uh, Back
1: in a minute, Rock School.
0: Okay, last break here on Rock School. Uh, let me give you the few that I have left here. What's a timpani?
1: A timpani is uh, otherwise known as a kettle drum. I right. call it an orchestra drum, but it's a big, huge drum. And its significance is that it has a pedal underneath it, to where you can you can uh, accelerate the pedal, and it'll kind of tighten the skins and loosen it up. Boom. So that yeah, um, when you hear uh, like drum roll, please, you know, the winner of Miss USA, that, that's a timpani that they are rolling. Okay. Orchestra drum roll. Um, think John Bonham in uh, the Moby Dick song. Uh, There's a fact, timpani in that. Well, that is, supposedly he was the first to use it in concert. Really? Uh, so listen to it during the, the drum solo of Moby Dick. Supposedly that's the timpani that he's playing. No kidding.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, what about uh, chimes?
1: Uh, well, you know, chimes actually should be a very common uh, piece of percussion to a lot of people because of wind chimes. It's nothing more than these tubular bells. Yeah, You know, that whenever you strike them, make a a high-pitch sound. uh, Real, real relaxing because, obviously, you have the wind chimes outside. And whenever you have a nice, cool breeze blowing, they make a ding, ding,
0: ding, ding. But they can be
1: huge as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you can can play them uh, in concert. Uh, Closer to the heart.
0: Bing, 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 mm -hmm. bing, bing, bing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we'll finish up on steel drums.
1: I love steel drums. I love them, love them, love them. And they're basically what they say they are. They're steel drums. They are, they look like bowls. They look like yeah. giant bowls. And uh, the most common way that you can play them is actually you strap them around your neck and mm-hmm. you just kind of play. And just depending on what portion of the inside of the bowl you strike, you'll get a different uh, type of sound. My favorite use of a steel drum is. Um, why don't you get a job by The Offspring? Right. It's a great, great piece of uh, of music with the steel drum.
0: It's amazing to me that people can make them because you have to put flat spaces in it, mm-hmm. and each flat space has to be a different, mm-hmm. a different tone. And, and you know once you get one tone correct and you work on
1: another tone, yeah. you blow out the tone that you just made. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, I would love to learn how to play a steel drum because... The song that I just referenced. Why don't you get a job? And go ding 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 ding. ding. And right. they're playing the steel drum to That and I'm like, how do you know which side? Like, okay, I got to play the front part for that, and then I got to come over here to the right. Like, how I do feel you the know? Same way.
0: I feel the same way about a piano. You know, all the keys look the same to me. Right. How do you know where to lay your hands? Exactly. All right, we're going to finish up with a steel drum song. Uh, Zeppelin's "Fool in the Rain" has a breakdown which has a great steel drum in the middle of it. Mm. Right after the right after the whistle. Boom, 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 and it takes uh-huh. off into it so that wraps up the percussion show back next week with uh, the beginning of a large run of uh, of shows and we're real proud to have some guests in the studio and you'll hear about that next week but that's next week I'm Joe Burns I'm Chad B way to go with your percussion knowledge Thank you sir you got some knowledges there kid you're smart <laughs> uh,
1: and that does it class is dismissed oh.